Hey guys, it's your girl Etta, also known as the CEO paralegal, author, legal consultant, legal educator, and of course, your host of the Let's Talk Paralegal podcast. Join in on the fun by downloading, subscribing, and sharing our content. You can also take your support further by hitting the coin icon on the Let's Talk Paralegal website, where as a thank you, we will provide you with exclusive content, news, and maybe even some swag. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause and share your support now. episode, I get to speak with Josh Bolaco, the founder of USA Legal Funding. We speak about this topic that often brings controversy to the legal industry, which is lawsuit funding. But in the end, just like anything else in law, if you investigate and research to assure accuracy and lessen the risk, it'll all be okay. Listen in for more. Need an extra set of hands for a case that requires a little more investigation work? Check out our proud sponsor of Season 3, Affirm Investigative Solutions, where you get the tailored and personal care for your case when you need it most. With over 10 years of experience, Affirm Investigative Solutions makes the process easy. Set up a call, develop a plan, and then execute that plan. Affirm Investigative Solutions, the litigation partner that has your back. Hey Josh, welcome to the Let's Talk Paralegal podcast. I'm really excited about what we are going to talk about today. Um, it's something like I was saying before the recording, something that a lot of people either don't know about or don't know enough about, and it's a legal funding. Um, if people in the legal industry work in personal injury, for example, um, they may or may not be familiar with this concept, depending on what state you're located in, what jurisdiction. Um, I know in some states at, at one point it wasn't uh, it wasn't permitted. So there's a lot of controversy behind this topic as well. So I'm really happy to bring somebody on the podcast to really shine some light and really explain what this is because after all, you created a whole course on this. So why not, right? <laughs> exactly. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um yeah, it really is a very little known industry, which is incredible. Um, um, you know, to just give a little history, I, st I started um, legal funding back in 2002 after going to law school and realizing how much competition there was out there to, to run our law practice, really. Every, you know, especially for personal injury type law firms, a lot of people are um, advertising for the same client, you know, and um uh, just, you know, now that I'm actually in Florida, I see, and I think you are as well, um, we see these billboards everywhere, just personal injury accidents everywhere, you know, everyone's advertising. So um, it was really a mixed blessing because I realized that these legal funding companies, there's only, there were only a handful at the time that were doing this, were charging a very high interest rate. The lawyers weren't happy with that. And I saw there was room to really enter and charge less interest and still make a profit and, and kind of, you know, keep everybody happy so to speak. So um, as soon as I started the legal funding, it was a whole different ball game. There was really no competition. And all of those people that are advertising on those billboards became my clients and started referring um, their, their, their clients to me to fund. So it's really been a great ride. Um, and then in 2000, to fast forward um, till more recently, in 2020, I actually sold the business, um, you know, after just growing it for many years. And um, so now I'm kind of here to just teach other people about the field and just kind of open, open it up to other people who are interested. 
Um, so I really do think it's a good opportunity. I love it. I love it. So talk a little bit more about, you know, this education portion of it, right? Because as you mentioned just now, you sold that business and now you're more in the education realm, which I'm all for it because, you know, that's my product in a nutshell. Um, I love educating the 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 public. I love educating legal professionals in particular. And that's pretty much what the Let's Talk Paralegal podcast is about, is to really inform our legal professionals about every little area, every little nook and cranny of the legal industry. So let's talk a little bit and dig more into really what legal funding is about, what's the concept, and just kind of give us a little overview of this product that you created in order to help future legal professionals. Sure. Um, So basically, I mean, the the way the industry even first started is the idea that an attorney is not allowed to lend money to his own client. Um, and, um, because of that, um, third parties came into play and got involved funding the clients instead. Um, and there's a lot of legal jargon around that as far as, um, we, we can't call this a loan, but we can call it an advance. And there are things that are really important. Um, and those are the kinds of things that, um, that are very simple once you understand them. But I realized over the years that, um, that we could include this in the course and, and just make sure that people understood this, um, this small barrier to entry as far as, you know, how to word the contracts and, um, uh, you know, the, the states to fund in or not fund in, those kinds of things. So we, I tried to incorporate all that into, into the course and um, just to spread, just, you know, spread the knowledge basically about the industry. I love um, it. And I think in turn, and not to cut you off, um, yeah, but sure. I think in turn, what you're doing is you're creating a better option or a better resource for something that's not really included in legal studies in general. So whether you have a paralegal studies program under your belt, whether you're taking certification programs, whether you even went to law school, it's not really something that you learn about even in your typical basic contracts 101. You learn terms of contracts, you learn how to create a contract in general, but this particular portion of the legal industry and how this funding and money works in general um, is not really shown, reflected, or even included in any curriculum, as far as I know, um, out there. So I think you're filling up a space where it has a really great opportunity um, to prosper in the fact that you know, you're prepping these legal professionals to really, really, really enhance their education on actually forwarding this information to their clients as well. So whether you're the attorney or the paralegal or legal assistant, whomever speaking to these clients, really educating them and really knowing what you're talking about is imperative. Um, Half of the time, we don't really know other than just you know, the surface of information, and we're trying to tell our client that this is an option. So I think this course will really fill that gap between, hey, I really know my stuff. Now I really understand this process so I can really better um, serve my client. Don't you think? Yeah, no, I think it's a very good point. Um, Yeah, exactly. I I graduated from law school and, you know, it it wasn't cheap. I had, you know, I had a lot of student debt. And after that, I you know, I went to, you know, I guess it was serendipity that I discovered lawsuit funding because I went to law school, but I really didn't need to go to law school to crack, to open up um, a legal funding business. Um, so it really, you know, um, is open to people. And as far as um, paralegals and anyone else in the field, I saw that as well, that really, who am I dealing with? You know, when we had our legal funding company, really the paralegals are running the show. 
and they see firsthand the, the, all the loans and advances that the clients are getting, um, but they may not understand under the hood how it works, you know, or have all the contracts that they need or the legal documents to send out to collect when a case settles and that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, really, paralegals are also in a very good position to, if they want to start their own business, it's, you know, it really, um, you know, it really is a, it's, it's a great starting point. And, um, yeah, so it, it really overtook my law practice within the first year of doing the legal funding. You know, that was it. I was hooked. Yeah, I mean, I love that that you actually had a, you know, you have a law degree, you practice law, and then you just found this lawsuit and you're like, yeah, I'm good. Lawsuit funding. Let's go. I'm making more money doing this than I'm doing with my own law degree. <laughs> yeah, it really was incredible. Um, this was in New York City at the time. And there were a lot of law firms in that just that one building. And we'd say hi to each other on the elevator on the way up to our offices. And um, as soon as I started my own legal funding company, I contacted them to let them know I'm funding clients. And, and all of a sudden, they're sending me their clients. And, I, and it's kind of also it was a great experience because now I'm getting to look at these high quality cases that I would never actually see before. You know, where, where instead of you know, fighting to get a, a sem, you know, small case, you get to really see these big slam dunk cases that, um, that are being handled because those are also the most easy to underwrite and put a value on. And I go into that into the, in the course as well as how to evaluate each case um, and um, how much to advance on each case. That's interesting. I actually never thought about it that way, maybe because I wasn't a practicing attorney. So <laughs> I don't think that would come up in my head. But um, that's really interesting how you looked at at these like cases. Uh, another thing that we want to tell the audience out there that is may or may not be too familiar with this uh, lawsuit funding concept is this is not an automatic yes. Obviously, like Josh just said, they it does go through an underwriting process. There has to be certain elements to the case, which is also, again, included in his course on how to do such a thing. Um, so don't think that every single case is going to have a lawsuit funding because that's not necessarily true. Um, there is going to be a certain interest and other costs involved. Uh, so oh, taking all that into consideration is really what's necessary to learn in order to see if this is even, uh, if the case is even worth it to even send out to lawsuit funding, right? Exactly, right, yeah, exactly. We start with the client intake form to kind of pre-vet which, to see if they would even qualify. And then there's a list of documents to request from the attorney um, and based on those, we can underwrite the case. So it really is a, a process. Um, one good thing about these cases, and this is part of the prerequisite, is that the attorney is on a contingency basis. So um, there's two. That's for two reasons. Um, first, when the, the case actually settles, we like to see the full settlement check go to the attorney, and that's how our contract structured. That the attorney then puts it in his uh, escrow account and pays all the lien holders, which would be uh, the legal funding company. So we, the check comes directly from the attorney. Um, and um, sorry, that's just got, um, <laughs> I forgot what I was saying for a second. I'm sorry about that. But the, the other reason um, that, that it's good that, sorry, I remember now, is that it's a contingency, the contingency is a good thing is that the, the case itself is kind of pre-vetted because um, the attorney's putting his time into it and decides that, you know, he's, He's only going to make a profit if the case is successful. So that kind of um, is a good starting point as well. If, if, um, 
the the client retained an attorney and he took the case on a contingency basis. Right. I mean, that's in essence what it's all about, right? So it's a numbers game, right? You have to make right. sure that everybody gets paid at the end of the day, including the client, right? Because that would be unfair if the client um, got in advance and still didn't really get much benefit, which what is what was happening uh, very actually a lot in, in the case when I was working as a personal injury paralegal, um, that at the end of the day, the client didn't get anything, right? They're like, well, you already got your advancement. Now you're not going to get anything. But here they are stuck with, you know, long-term injuries and you name it. And they're like, well, whoa, 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 wait. I mean, that was just an advancement. It wasn't a complete advancement. It's not like they got all the money, right? They just got enough right. until they got into settlement. So that was another issue that they were the settlement funding companies were running into. I know providers are not big fans of those either because sometimes they either have to lessen their you know cost. So again, a lot of controversy, but if done well, if analyzed correctly, everybody wins. Was kind of exactly what <laughs> exactly no, that's, a very, that's a very important point, um, and that's really where the repeat business comes in from the same law firm is it's making sure that everybody's happy. Um, that you're not taking the entire portion from the client, that you're just giving them what they need for their necessities. Um, and this way, when the case settles, everyone gets a, 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 you know, a portion and, and what they're entitled to. So um, what, one thing we do is um, our contract template is a, it's called a CAPS uh, contract. So once the principal amount is 2.5 times um, what you lent to the client, um, it stops accruing interest at that point. So um, that's one way of making sure that our advance doesn't eat up the whole case. Um, another one is that we only give 10% of the estimated case settlement value. So um, they're just little ways of making sure that you're not giving too much upfront. And that this way, there's more for the client at the end. Huh, I love that. I love that. And uh, I know there was, and oof, I'm going to have to like, brush off here and dust off my mind here. But back in the day, I remember where clients used to try and get funding from somewhere else, right? So they would have their advancement from one company and then they would go to another company because that company no longer wanted to give them the advancement. So right. kind of explain how that works in like- Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's that's referenced in the course as well. We, we usually see that as a red flag. If they already have an advance from another funding company, and that company wouldn't give them the second advance. That's usually a, a reason to stay away from funding the client. Um, one thing that we have in the contract and most all companies have as well is that if you're going to give a second advance, you have to buy out any prior funding that was given to the client. So that, that's, a, um, that's a good thing if you were the first, if you decide to fund a client and, another, and then they decide to go to another company um, and request in advance and they're approved. So you're, you at least are given everything, um, you know, with your interest at that time before the, uh, before they, uh, um, they receive more funding. Hmm. All right, cool. Yeah. 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 There's always ways, right. There's always ways. To yeah. out, and I love that. And yeah. I'm pretty sure your course goes through a lot more details. So check out his course whenever you get a chance. The link will be in the description of both the YouTube version and the podcast version. I want to thank you, Josh, for your time. It was amazing, very informative. And I hope we were able to kind of shine some light on this kind of like little shadowed uh, topic that really nobody talks about or knows about. So I appreciate your time and I appreciate you coming on the Let's Talk Paralegal podcast. Uh, same here. Thanks for having me.
decline in productivity, lack of motivation, or even high turnover at the law firm? This is probably because there is a lack of tools and training. Maybe you are seeking to enhance your skills and knowledge. Look no further than Edarosa LLC, your premier provider of law firm staff training services and legal education for all legal professionals. At Edarosa LLC, we understand the importance of continuous learning in the legal field. That's why we offer comprehensive training programs designed to empower your team with the latest legal insights and strategies. Edarosa speaks both lawyer and paralegal, which provides her with the edge you need to get your staff where they need to be. Whether you are looking to sharpen your skills, stay up to date on industry trends, Edarosa LLC has the resources you need to succeed. Our flexible training programs can be customized to fit your firm's unique needs and schedule, ensuring minimal disruption to your day-to-day -day operations. Say goodbye to outdated training methods and hello to cutting-edge legal education with Edarosa LLC. Contact us today to learn more about how we can help you and your firm thrive in today's ever-changing legal landscape. Click the link below and schedule your 15-minute chat today.